Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought of the day. Guys, I'm coming to you today with a very heavy heart. It's been some of the roughest few days of my entire life. Um, we're here in, in New Zealand and we've just made it through a huge cyclone, which I'm sure you probably have seen in the news and let me assure you it's very different looking at something like that on the news compared to being on the ground while it's happening. Yeah, so um, I had a whole message prepared which I will attempt to um, get across but wanted to just give you an update first and just let you know what we've kind of been through here. Firstly, when the rain started, it's the heaviest rain I've ever experienced and the winds were going at crazy speeds, just howling and whistling and and we live here by the ocean and the waves were crashing and were humongous and it was was just dark and windy and and I thought the roof of my house was going to blow off. It was just ridiculous um, and scary. And anyway, we woke up the next day seeing images that you're used to only ever seeing on the news about some place overseas somewhere. Um, Houses were floating down the middle of the street, just like just down the road from us. There was like incredible flooding, like trees everywhere, bridges destroyed, um, you know, cars lying in the road. They were up to the roofs with water. Um, no electricity at our house, no running water, no internet, um, just massive destruction absolutely everywhere. The saddest thing is that a beautiful little girl who was just as old as my little girl, Zari, this little girl was a few days, um, apart from Zari, just down the road, unfortunately lost her life. In, in the event and uh, I'm just sitting here not able to even think straight or to comprehend just how sad it is for those parents and just how sad it is for, for that little girl to have lost her life in the process of all of this and yeah and she along with you know several other people and a lot of them would you know um, a few of those deaths actually were just down the road from us where we we were hit with some of the toughest destruction across the whole country. Obviously, the whole country was hit, but in, in our area in Hawke's Bay, there's 9,000 displaced people, I think out of a total of 11,000 in the country. So that just gives you an idea of the level of impact that it has had just on our area Um alone and so yeah today my heart really goes out to that beautiful little girl and her family um and I had just met her a week ago um our girls were just playing together so I'm just I'm just a little bit lost for words but I thought you know what I could either tell Grant that I can't get my podcast done or I can just come to you you know and and just share with you my raw feelings even in life's most difficult times, because guess what, that's, that is just a part of, it's a part of life, I don't just want to come to you when I'm happy, 
and joyful, but I also want to share my heart with you when when I'm sad and lost for words, you know, because that's really just how I feel at this point, lost for words. I just don't even have the words to explain how I feel. And it's so unexpected, and this thing just seemed to have come out of nowhere. You know, a week ago, it was life was just normal, and everything was fine and today like just to give you an idea I went yesterday to get three things from town I finally managed to get to town several days after the cyclone and as my job was to get three things a generator to get power petrol and food well I couldn't get any of those things they were all out of generators they were all out of petrol I lined up for ages at the supermarket, which had the longest line that you can imagine, only to realize that after lining up (laughs) for a very long time, the line was getting shorter, so I thought the supermarket was open, only to realize that it was not even open, it was closed, and the line was only getting shorter because people were getting sick of waiting, and so I I went back home. Yeah, so we've been living off, um, you know, the milk in our fridge has now gone off, so we've had to throw that out, and um, yeah, I think we're down to two-minute noodles now. Um, anyway, the, uh, yeah, the, the destruction is incredible, and the loss that many people have experienced is just off the scale so it's it's a very tough situation um and so the 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 thing that's been interesting to watch though is that a lot of people have come together communities have come together neighbors are talking to one another they're helping each other they're sharing you know people are sharing the little water that they have with each other and sharing, you know, generators and and seeing how that suddenly any sort of divisions that we had, you know, whether you vote for this political party or that party or whether what race you are, what age you are, even what religion you are, that was all just become irrelevant because we've all been affected by something greater. In a way, you could say metaphorically that we have got a common enemy we we received a common enemy and because of that we've all come together and we we've we've started connecting with each other loving each other caring for each other checking in on each other you know how are you doing have you got enough do you have enough supplies can i share with you the amount of love and kindness that i have seen amongst people is just next level the 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 number of people just reaching out, going out of their way to take care of one another is just something that I've never seen to this degree. And it's incredible to watch. And there's a part of me that thinks, isn't this how society is meant to be in the first place? Aren't we meant to love each other anyway? Like, why does it take a cyclone to hit our community for us to talk to our neighbors and for us to to care for each other and for us to check in with each other to say how are you actually doing you know um and and seeing 
you know, that because there's no internet or power, everyone's off their cell phones and off their computers and off their TVs and actually out connecting with one another. And when I look at it, I'm like, wow, like I'm pretty sure this is how things were meant to be in the sense of, you know, we 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 seem to get so sidetracked by our own little mission and our own technology and, and, and the differences that we have with one another, our theological standpoints or, you know, I don't I don't connect with this person because they don't have the same theology or I don't like this person because they vote for this party or this person offended me so I'm not going to talk to them. Well, all of that just gets washed away when you're in a state of crisis. And it's interesting that that when we have a common enemy, we connect. And I've seen this in different work situations. I've seen this, you know, in different um, scenarios that I found myself in that, that, that people use a common enemy to connect over. And I'm like, why, why, why do we, why do we need something that poses a threat to us collectively to come together and love each other? So these are just things I'm processing in my heart, you know, as as the situation is, is unfolding in front of me because it's it really does come back to this basic thing of love, you know. Through this, you, they will know that you are my disciples by your love for one another. And we can get so carried away by our our own perspectives and our own revelations and our own encounters and think you know that we have an incredible understanding or wisdom or intelligence guys if we don't have love none of that stuff matters and it's just interesting for me to just see the amount of love I'm, I'm seeing through everyone here around me most of whom are not even really believers you know um but I share this because it's a glimpse that we don't very often get. A glimpse of neighbours loving each other, caring for each other, connecting with each other, focusing on 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 each other's well-being. And it's so easy for us to get caught up in our differences. Like, that's the easy thing to do. And in fact, that's the carnal thing to do, you know, is to get caught up in the differences. But when we're in these times of, of extreme loss and crisis, you know, uh, we forget about differences. They just totally, totally disappear. And my challenge to myself and my challenge to you is can we can we live our lives loving each other without something going wrong? Because it takes sometimes a crisis like this to put things into perspective for us around what actually matters. You know... Um, belongings don't really matter they can get washed away in the storm you know getting the next thing done for work it doesn't really matter it can always get done later you know the things that we deem are are important how important are they really looking into the eyes of a family member looking into the eyes of of your children or your your parents or your wife or husband or 
brothers and sisters and, and realizing how precious is the life and the lives of the people around me and why does it why does it take something like this to threaten that being taken away for us to really value people around us you know when's the last time you just knocked on your neighbor's door to just check in with them or, or talk to them you know we live such isolated lives in, in this day and age and i'm just as guilty of this as anyone else isolated and disconnected and self-centered and focused on my own agendas and what i believe and what i think and and you know ultimately none of that stuff is is really what counts do we do we really love and value people and how how does how is love expressed well it's expressed through us taking an interest in people and understanding them understanding how they feel understanding where they're at understanding their needs and their challenges and their their frustrations you know and like i i want to say this that i don't think you can really love someone without knowing them and i don't think you can really know someone without putting in the effort to get to know them you know and so so i'm challenged i'm inspired i'm sad i'm I'm bitterly, bitterly sad about the loss of life around me and the destruction around me. And yet I'm forming some very strong internal convictions around how I'm going to live my life going forward and not to have to wait for something to go wrong to regain perspective around what's actually important. So guys, Go and find the people who, who are close to you. Go and find the people around you. Give them a big hug and a kiss and let them know how much you love them. Let them know every day how much you, you, you value them. Don't wait for something to go wrong to really value the people around you. Go and give someone a call that you've fallen out with over some stupid argument. You know, if, if something is between you and someone else, that's some petty thing and your pride's getting in the way, pick up the phone, give them a call, tell them you're sorry, even if it's not your fault, tell them you're sorry anyway, just reconnect with someone, that's my challenge to you, love the people around you, reconnect with the people who you've disconnected from over some petty disagreement, love each other, this is how they will know that we are Yeshua's disciples through our love for one another, and that's it guys I've totally not even touched on the thing I prepared because it just has been swept away by a whole range of other things but I'm sending my love to you some of you I know some of you I don't know regardless I'm sending my love and and my peace to you and blessing guys think about us pray for us and we'll talk soon shalom